Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 37 of the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cami Bleese, and so excited to be back here with you after taking a week off. That is tied into how I was showing myself I was worthy this week. We you know, unfortunately had to put our little kitty down and it was just better for me and necessary for me to kind of fully take a step back from anything that needed a lot of my creative energy. So I still worked the whole time, but when it came to some of the extra stuff or stuff where I just didn't feel like I could fully show up the way that I would need to, I took the whole week off. And I think that it was something that I needed to do and it was also a great way to kind of show me that it's okay to take breaks. I think sometimes we can have this fear around taking a step back from something or taking a breath, but what that can actually do is give us a perspective on that thing in our life, right? So I love showing up for so many of these things, but it's also healthy to have a perspective that if I don't, it isn't the end of the world everything will be just fine, it's okay, and you can show up again next week or tomorrow. So that was kind of a helpful realization, especially there's a lot of ownership when you run your own business that, you know, if I don't show up, then this is gonna crash and burn. And I really felt like for myself, it was really helpful to show myself that I could take a step back, that it was okay, and that I was worthy of taking that time You know, the sadness I was feeling, the disconnection with myself and just not feeling like myself wouldn't have been beneficial to force myself to show up in that way. So that is kind of something that I'm really thankful that I took the time to do and I just didn't muster through it. I recently did an Instagram post just about kind of sitting with uncomfortable emotions and I think that that is a really hard thing to do but a necessary thing to do for a lot of us who might only want to focus on the happy and the good and the easy but sometimes you just need to allow yourself to be sad sometimes you just need to allow yourself to feel some of those uncomfortable emotions so that they can take up space and then you can have a better perspective on how to move through them because you're not trying to shove them down and hide them. So I really wanted to give space to that sadness. I don't do that very often. And especially for such a special and sweet kitty in our life, it was very necessary. So I appreciate y'all being flexible. And I'm very excited about today's episodes and because it talks all about our belief system and how our belief drives our behavior. So if you had to think about most of your actions on a day-to-day basis, you might not realize how many of them are intrinsically connected to a belief that you hold, that you hold about yourself, about others, about the world. But if we can try and kind of deconstruct this a little bit, I think it will be amazing to see how you can move forward towards your goals, how you can change how you think about yourself and your life. Because if you can acknowledge there are beliefs that you no longer want to hold, then I'm gonna share with you how you can break them down and let them go so that you can make room for new beliefs that serve the person that you're working towards becoming. So we all have these belief systems. We will all always have beliefs in our lives that drive our behavior. But obviously you're listening to this podcast because you want to keep pushing forward. You want to keep growing. You want to become closer to that ideal self that you have pictured in your mind. And taking action like this and reframing this belief system is part of that. It is a huge part of that. So I'm really excited about this episode and I hope you enjoy it too. 
Before we dive in though, we have a quick note from our sponsor. So I really wanted to talk about this because I think so many of us have goals. We have this idea for ourselves, for our life, for our health that we are actively pursuing. And it can be really frustrating when it seems like we just keep hitting these same roadblocks or we just keep kind of straying from that path that we know we really want. And where I think that some of this can boil down to is the belief systems that we're holding that we might not even realize we have attached to or that we've agreed to. A book that actually my dad had me read is a book called The Four Agreements. And it talks about these different agreements that we as people have made and the agreements that we should be making. And I think our belief system is a very similar thing. There are beliefs that we have agreed to take into our lives that we may or may not actually want there. And the ones that you don't want there are holding you back. And it's important to figure out what they are and figure out how you can deconstruct them so you can move forward. I really liked this quote by Earl Nightingale, and it said, whatever we plant in our subconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotion will one day become our reality. I think this is important to remember and to think about because if you are constantly nourishing negative thoughts, doubt, fear, anger, whatever, that will become your reality. The The truth is of a lot of these beliefs is they become these self-fulfilling prophecies. And then we're like, see, I told you, I told you it happened, but you kind of orchestrated it to happen because your belief system was already lining you up there. You know, you see people who just seem to get lucky and they just seem to, things fall into their place. But a lot of times those people are much more open and receptive and responsive to opportunities. And then, yes, there are things that happen that are good, that do look like they just fell into place. But more often than not, that person was opening themselves up to a significant amount of opportunity and a significant amount of ideas so that, eventually one of them would stick. So you have to really think about what you want your reality to be and then what you're choosing to nourish. So most of us have unhealthy beliefs around a variety of things, right? It can be yourself, it can be others, or it can even just be about this world. The crazy thing is that by the time you're seven or eight years old, you already have a solid foundation of belief based on all that programming from people in your life or television shows you've watched and other environmental influences. So the truth is like we reject very little when we're young because we don't have this like pre-existing beliefs to contradict what we're kind of perceiving. So we simply just accept that information in and a lot of that comes in in our early childhood and we accept it and we basically say, okay, this is true. And this can really become a problem and it might be currently a problem in your life because there are so many things that we shouldn't have accepted as true. You know, so every time some little twerp called you stupid or worthless or slow or lazy or whatever. Your subconscious mind just stored that information away for reference. And you might have also even received messages about, you know, your potential in life or limitations that you might face based on your physical abilities, your skin color, your gender, your economic status. All of these things that you didn't even realize you were hearing and taking in have now become your beliefs. You've now accepted them as true. Literally by the time you're eight. I don't remember like 
anything before I was eight. I don't remember a lot of things. And it's crazy to realize that so much of my adult life is shaped by what I believed and what I took to be true at such a young age. So what you need to remember is that all of this information is stored below your level of conscious awareness. So you obviously have your conscious and your subconscious kind of brain working. And the only time that we really become aware of some of these beliefs or these limits is when it kind of stands against creating maybe a balanced or successful or productive life. So you become aware of these limiting beliefs when you're trying to move forward, when you're trying to break out of them, and you can't. And you're like, why? What am I coming up against? You're more than likely coming up against a belief system that you have agreed to that you no longer want to be the case. So you've more than likely, you know, you've got these old program messages that are conflicting with the new conditions that you're trying to create. And with every new experience that you have, you're going to draw certain conclusions and store the messages that will further guide your future actions. So, for example, if you think about the message that would be stored if you were rejected by someone you cared about, your subconscious mind is going to immediately go hunting through your memories to find other examples of rejection. So, oh, that time that my best friend, you know, dumped me to hang out with someone more popular or whatever. And then you're going to draw a conclusion that you're somehow unworthy or lovable and deserve to be rejected. So the interesting thing, though, is that if you have an experience that conflicts with an already established belief, your subconscious mind will either reject it or reframe it so it goes along with your existing view of reality. Our brains are trying to protect us and they're also trying to not like unnecessarily work. So they're going to try and make sense of things. And if they're, the problem is that they're going to try and make sense of things that you don't really maybe agree with now. So you being, you deserving to be rejected doesn't actually make sense, but it aligns with what your brain has always believed, at least up until now. So let's say you have this underlying belief that you're unattractive and that, you know, you're not ever going to get a boyfriend or girlfriend. And then an, unattra- or then an attractive person or someone you deem attractive expresses an interest in getting to know you better. Most likely, the first thing you potentially might do is think like this has to be a joke or some cruel trick. You won't believe that this person could actually find you attractive because you already believe that you're unattractive. So beneath the surface of your conscious awareness, your subconscious mind is screaming like, no way, like this person is way too attracted to be interested in me. Something is not right here. So you'll either reject that person before they can reject you or otherwise do something to sabotage what could have been a really great relationship. It's insane that we... You know, we have so much blame for ourselves and so much frustration in our life, but what so often this is coming out of are these deeply ingrained belief systems that we don't even realize we're just holding so tight to. So you, you have these beliefs, you have these things that have kind of guided your life, and you have now hit a point where you're like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to keep believing this. I want to be successful. I want to be in a healthy relationship. I want to feel like I have value and I am worthy. So you have to then 
try and start deconstructing and moving away and out of these limiting beliefs. So I have three little ways that you can do that and get started. I do want to like clarify that sometimes some of these beliefs are strongly connected to some sort of trauma or to something that just isn't fixed by one of the three things that I'm going to share. And I think that therapy is beneficial to anyone and everyone just as like a blanket statement, honestly. I really, really think that most people, if not everyone, could benefit from it. But I think that there is also beauty in realizing that you need more help than just a self-help book or a podcast episode. You need someone who is trained in helping you dig into some of these memories and to, to some of these belief systems and really break through why you have that and how you can move out of that. So don't be ashamed of that and kind of, you deserve to be aware of that for yourself to choose to say, okay, like I might need a little more help in this area. There's no shame in that. And I just wanted to say that because I think sometimes like I can give some of these tips and I do think that they are very beneficial and very helpful, but there's always an opportunity to go deeper. And if you do think that that is for you, I strongly encourage that. So moving on, the first thing that I think you need to kind of look at and address is your environmental influences. So remember, your subconscious mind is absorbing information constantly and drawing conclusions and forming beliefs based on that information. So even though you've kind of, by the time, you know, like we said, you're eight, you have a solid foundation of these beliefs, your mind is still absorbing new information and trying to draw new conclusions. So if you have a daily environment that's filled with negativity, imagine the messages that are being kind of absorbed into your mind. So if you're someone who is constantly fixated on the news and all the horrible things going on in this world, and you're constantly surrounded by all these toxic people who can only talk about all the things they hate and how lame everything is, your mind is absorbing that. And for you to try and be a positive and happy person in those environmental influences, it can be significantly harder. So try and limit like, okay, only, you know, reading the news, just the highlights or kind of trying to find some new friends. You are not stuck with miserable people. And miserable people want everyone around them to be miserable because that's just life for them. But you don't have to be that way. And if you believe that you are worthy of more, of more joy, of more happiness, of more success, then you deserve to be around people that build you up to believe that same thing and are also believing that same thing for themselves. Your environmental influences have a huge, huge impact on your life. I mean, I've heard this so many times, but basically you're the sum or the average of the five people that you are closest to or that you spend the most time with. So think about who those five people in your life are and what that means kind of for you too as a person. If you're like, okay, wow, most of my friends are miserable in their jobs. They're not in healthy relationships that they're happy with. They're really, you know, unmotivated, whatever. You are going to have a much harder time, you know, having the opposite life of that by continuing to stay strongly connected to those types of people. So environmental influences are something that you have the power to shift, something that you have the power to change, and 
it can happen slowly over time, but it is worth investigating what is around you. The second thing is visualization. So you're going to just have to like stay with me, okay? Like I know it sounds a little woo-woo, but your subconscious mind responds really well to pictures. That's why like, you know, vision boards and things like that like are a thing and they are a valuable tool because your mind is seeing these pictures and it's seeing them with positivity and hope and empowerment and it responds really well to that and responds really well to looking for those, you know, types of things within your life. So basically, try spending 10 minutes a day visualizing positive scenes that feature you and your life experiences. So maybe you're going to picture yourself in fulfilling relationships, passionate work, a beautiful home, amazing vacations, or you know, anything else that you want to draw into your life, peace with your body, joy around food. Imagine these, picture yourself. And then if you're having a hard time sitting and just like closing your eyes and visualizing, create a vision board. Create a vision board of the life that you truly want for yourself. And then look at that and feel those emotions of what would it feel like to have these things. And as you do this consistently, you end up kind of redrawing the negative pictures stored from your past experiences. So you now have new images for your brain to grab onto. But we have to feed our brain what we want it to take hold of. Positive thoughts, positive images to get it to step out of some of the beliefs that we don't want it to align with as much anymore. And that's why the third point or the third tip is... I've talked about it before and I'll talk about it again, is affirmations. I know that like it can seem like such a small thing or such an unrealistic tool, but your mind constantly has messages playing over and over all day long. When you look in the mirror at yourself, when you walk into your job, after a meeting where you had to speak, when you had a conversation with your spouse or you had to do something for your kids, you are constantly thinking thoughts about yourself. And I want you to think how often are these thoughts uplifting and positive and how often are these thoughts breaking me down and tearing me down? Because affirmations are a very integral part of shifting that little daily narrative all day long. If you can come up with new thoughts and new things to say about yourself, your mind again will grab on to these new images, these new messages, because you, the emotions associated with them, that positivity, that love, it wants more of that. So the thing to remember with affirmations is to word them positively in the present tense. So you would say something like, I am confident and successful rather than I will be confident and successful. You want to say it in the present tense. Because if you focus on a future, it's not going to kind of honestly compute with your subconscious mind the way that it should. It only knows this moment. It's also important to use positive statements. So saying something like, I am not a failure is computed to, I am a failure, since your subconscious mind can't process these negatives. So again, keep it positive and in present tense. It's also really helpful to kind of say these things with corresponding feeling. So what I've said before is like, if you keep saying something about yourself that you just genuinely don't believe, your subconscious is not going to attach to it as well. So whatever words you're saying at the time, strive to feel the corresponding emotions. So if you're, you know, wanting to say like, I am wealthy and you feel poor, your mind is not going to absorb that message the way that 
you're intending it to. So you need to really be in a mindset where you can positively say and believe those things. And repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. They do not, it will not work for you if you just say them once or twice occasionally. And the great thing is like affirmations are something that are so simple to do. You can fit them seamlessly into your routine. Do it while you're brushing your teeth. Do it while you're driving in your car. Do it while you're cooking. Do it while you're going out on a walk. Do it while you're walking up the stairs. Just have a few things that you say over and over to yourself. Because our mind has these pathways and we can rewire our brain. It is malleable in a lot of ways. So if you can rewire and trigger these new ideas for your life, these new statements about yourself, you are then creating the person that you ultimately want to be. You don't have to hold on to these beliefs. You don't have to hold on to these lies that you've adopted from an early age. We can change our path. We can change the course. But the key thing is you have to be aware enough that this is something that you need to do and you have to be willing to show up for yourself in this way. I know it can feel hard to kind of be like, how is this even working? How will I even know? And I think the key thing here is that it just takes time. But ultimately, you will kind of through this process develop a strong sense of self-awareness so you can kind of catch that, um, you know, self-sabotage long before it actually starts. That's a really important thing that you end up being able to use because if you can catch yourself and say like, no, I'm not going to lean into this thought or no, like I'm going to challenge this lie that I'm unworthy. I'm not worthy of success. I'm, you know, ugly. I'm going to be alone my whole life. If we have the self-awareness to capture those thoughts, then we can acknowledge them and let them go rather than letting them take deeper and deeper root, which is key because Oftentimes, this lack of awareness, these thoughts just kind of come in, they take root, and they stay. So hopefully, you'll start to feel stronger, more confident, you're willing to take more risks and face challenges, your dreams and goals don't seem as overwhelming, you hopefully feel more peace in your life. These are all little, you know, signs that things are shifting and that your mindset is shifting and your life is shifting, you're attracting new things for yourself. These beliefs that we have about who we are are really strong and they weren't built in a day, you know, they weren't built in even a couple years. If they've been sitting there since you were seven or eight, they have been there for a while. So it's going to take time to let them go. But it's important to say, what are some of the major beliefs that you realize you've held about yourself and your worth and your potential and how can you change those things to create the life that you ultimately want. You are so worthy of that life. Absolutely. You just have to take that belief that you are and then step forward in decisions through that. I've actually opened up some more slots for my free consultation, 30 minutes, just to chat with me for free. We can talk about health goals. We can talk about life goals. We can talk about anything that you're needing to get you started. Maybe you end up wanting to try out some personal training. Maybe you just want to chat for 30 minutes and get some ideas about how you can change your life. Whatever that looks like, I am here for you. I have that time. I have opened up more time to do that. 
So all you have to do is just go to my website, cammyblease.com, click on the work for me and sign up for a consultation. You can also just DM me on Instagram. I will respond to that too. I want to help you. I want to serve you. And I think having someone walk you through this is so key and so powerful because it's hard to do this alone. It can feel really overwhelming and frustrating and honestly forcing ourselves to show up without the accountability can feel really hard. So know that you don't have to do this alone and know that I absolutely am happy to help you. So Again, it's like 30 minutes of your time and you could end up walking away and you will, I will say this, you will walk away with some new tools, some new tricks, some new things that you can put into your life. So make sure you reach out, message me, schedule it today. Don't wait. If you listen to my previous episode, just do something. Just do this. Do this for yourself and see how your life can start changing from it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope you feel encouraged and the self-awareness of the power that you have to change your life is inspiring you and encouraging you. If you loved this episode, please share it, rate, review it. I It would mean the world to me. I appreciate you so much for listening every week. I absolutely love it. And I hope you have an amazing day. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.